Hi, it's Thursday. We've made it to pretty much the end of the week, guys, and I'm so excited. Um, it's been a long week for me. Uh, spent half the week crying, the other half just doing life. But today I want to talk a little bit about fear and anxiety because I feel like it's pretty prevalent right now in my life and I've had to like personally like reset, refocus and like focus on conquering that anxiety and um, all of that. But we can get into it. It is Thursday. This is Christian Mom Uncensored. So before we dive in, I'm eating a donut. So sorry. I have to admit two things to you. And it's like me cheap momming and then also um, me being a hot mess. So (laughs) obviously we're in a pandemic, right? And I'm pregnant. I can't see my best friends every day because like that's not safe, right? And I honestly just quarantined my best friend because she was at a protest and I was like, listen, I love what you're doing, but I will see you in two weeks when you are symptom-free, fever-free, and you are certified to be well. Um, but so because this is what happens, this is why pregnant women get fat, because what can we do to de-stress? Okay, going for a walk is nice, and I do enjoy a good walk. And honestly, yesterday I sat outside for like an hour, well, like 45 minutes because my computer was being annoying and couldn't really see what I was doing but I sat outside for 45 minutes and worked and definitely getting outside will clear your psyche so if you're like what's wrong with me like step outside that might be what's wrong with you is um humans we are like plants we are like more sophisticated plants we need water so drink lots of water and we need sunshine so get out in the sunshine um I know people who like love cuddly rainy days and honestly I do love a good pajama and movie day like once every two months but I am more of a sunshine let's go somewhere type of person um rain really slows that down and gets on my nerves but oh I was going to tell you guys (laughs) my admission and I'm not sure that I'm actually gonna do this I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to my doctor next week but it might already be happening um I found alcohol-free Moscato we're not going to get into drinking and wine and like all my preferences and like, cause I actually like a red wine drinker and a white wine drinker. I can drink both. Um, obviously when I'm not with child or newly breastfeeding, but I found alcohol free Moscato. So I'm about to ask my doctor, is this a go? Because it would be nice to like sit and like pour it into a glass and be fancy, right? Because sometimes you want to do that. I could do that with cider, you know, like the sparkling ciders and stuff. But the way I feel about sparkling cider is it's cute for the holidays, but like any other time of the year, not really sure why I'm drinking this sparkling apple stuff. Like that's just my personal thing. But like Moscato feels summery to me. I could like cut up fruit and like make a really cute drink. So I'll let you know. The brand is called Free, F-R-E, because I think it's like alcohol free. So I'm basically going to show my doctor the label and be like, is this a go? And if it is, I'm ordering six bottles of alcohol free Moscato. Why six? Because they're only $4 a bottle. So that's like $28. 
that's why I'm a mess because I'm trying to order alcohol free <laughs> alcohol and it's a mess but I thought it'd be so cute because I've been trying to like come up with summery drinks and I feel like that would just like make it if it's good maybe hopefully it's not like garbage if it tastes really similar I think I would love it because um, I just love carbonated drinks like I like um People who don't like sparkling water call it like static water because they don't like carbonation. Well, I like carbonation. So I've been drinking like, you know, like Bi Bubbles, B-A-I Bubbles. And what's that other one? Oh, LaCroix. I was, I'm not a LaCroix person. I'm a more of a Bi person. Um, B-A-I Bubbles person, <laughs> to, be, to be certain. This is a Christian podcast, I swear. But that's why I'm at mess so I was saying the reason why pregnant women are getting fat or like because all I can do is find joy in the kitchen because I can't find joy anywhere else so like honestly we've been upping up well not this last week because I was stressed but we've been definitely upping our cooking game and trying new recipes around the house and it's like really fun to eat Ethan is the cooker in the house I'm not gonna lie I like to cook mm. I like to serve people, so I like to cook and present things, like I'm a hostess. But do I actually like all of the things that come with cooking? Hmm, can't say I do. I think my husband is more of the chef. He, like, really enjoys experimenting and playing. I really like the eating part. So, like, I will experiment with recipes I find online because I want to eat it. But, like, if he will cook it, great. Um, Yeah, I'm really not... That's like my housewife downfall. I think that I'm not a good, I'm not like a cooker. Like, I mean, I do it because I have to, but is it the love of my life? No, I like to throw parties and game nights and like have emotional conversations. Like that's me. Um, anyway, yeah, so I'm a hot mess because I'm trying to buy alcohol-free Moscato and I'm eating a donut because it's good and it's like a little tiny one and I need it because oh, this pregnancy, okay, found out in 22 weeks. So like halfway there, four months to go, which is still a long time, but not that long. Like when it's, when it's like three months to go, I'll be like, oh wow. But right now it's still like four months. Um, where is I going with this? Oh, but I, I have been somebody who, like, maybe isn't eating enough. <laughs> Surprise. Like, pregnant person not eating enough. I mean, like, I'm eating too far spaced apart where I need to be eating more snacks in between. So, like, I ate dinner probably, like, 5 o'clock yesterday and then went to bed at, like, 9 o'clock. And I probably should have had, like, a 7 o'clock snack. Because... And I think I need to start implementing like a yogurt with some granola or like banana and peanut butter at like seven and then like wind down for bed at eight because I wake up starving and then like nauseous, like so nauseous because there's nothing in me. And I'm like, what is this feeling? I don't like to eat late. So it's like, I just don't. And I get kind of lazy that I'm like, is this going to give me heartburn? I don't know what's going to happen. Am I going to be nauseous? So, like, I just eat at, like, five and, like, call it a day. So I need to, like, eat another snack. So, I'm, anyway, pregnant woes. But 
I'll let you know about this Moscato if anyone's interested. It's so random, but it's really bringing me joy if I can actually purchase it because it's just going to make me feel so fancy to like cut up like pretty fruit and like make like a sangria, but not. And you know, I don't think you even use Moscato in sangria. I don't even know how to make sangria, but I'm making like this like fruity little summery drink. I was going to make lavender lemonade, but then I couldn't find any lavender, so that didn't work. Like, you see all these cute, like, drink ideas on Pinterest. I did make really good homemade lemonade, though, um, where I, like, made my own liquid, uh, like, sugar on the stove. Like, I boiled water and threw a bunch of sugar in it and made, like, liquid sugar instead of, like, pouring sugar into... First of all, I don't have one of those, like, lemon things where you, like, squeeze the lemons. So I hand-squeezed a bunch of lemons, right, and then, like, cut some up into, like, cute slices and put them in, like, the the lemonade, poured water in, and then I boiled the sugar water and put that in instead of pouring sugar in because then you don't have to stir for 25 hours trying to get the crunchy sugars to, like, dissolve, which I don't even know how that works. I am not a science person, okay, or a math person. I am a writer. I can write, and I think I can talk sometimes. Um, Sometimes pregnancy brain does not allow me to say things super eloquently, but I think I can speak. So anyway, that has been just like an update on my life of, um, yeah, Okay, let's get into the episode now that I've told you about this Moscato. So another reason I'm a hot mess real quick is I freaking love back to school time because I love, I've always loved like buying all my stuff for school, like school supplies, love that stuff, love sticky notes, love notebooks, love planners, love binders, love organizing them and labeling them favorite thing to do so I guess as an adult you just get office supplies but you can get all of your office supplies for cheaper during school supply season so I freaking love it and my kids when they start school supply shopping I'm gonna be like you guys need all these things but I need one of these and I need one of these like I know who I am okay so the other reason I'm a hot mess is because I also love and I'm beyond my college days. I'm 27. Already been there, done that. Woohoo. Um, I love when it's college season because all of this college stuff is like available for cheap. I'm talking like throw pillows, um, desk organizers, laundry, laundry baskets, like $4 for a bunch of laundry baskets. I, I need some actually. So I'm going to go ahead and get some laundry baskets washcloths and towels and like little like shower caddies and like little like bins are like really cheap because like in college you can't really afford to like furnish a whole house but you have to furnish your dorm room so you can get all this stuff but anyway I'm saying all this because I freaking love it and so (laughs) I'm a hot mess because like I'm supposed to shop like for the adult stuff but they have like good some nice looking futons like a cute folding chair and I'm an entertainer so having some of those cute like what are those chairs called like butterfly chairs I think they like have fabric or like you know the circle chairs they kind of like they fold 
but they have like fabric on top. They might be fuzzy. Anyway, those are on sale. And I want some of those because I entertain, you know, when we're not in a pandemic pretty often. And just having extra chairs, like you can never have too many chairs. So that's a lot you can. But I freaking love dorm room shopping too. And I know it's like cheaper stuff that's like you're an adult, buy adult stuff. And I have bought like adult stuff. Like I am, I am adulting. But you can take some of the stuff and do some cute organizing stuff like organizing things and even like the bins getting command hooks and hanging them on the wall with like art supplies or specific toys is good for organizing the playroom so mamas utilize the dorm section to your of it to your liking cannot talk and um organize your kids toys i'm just really excited for all the dorm stuff so i'm kind of a hot mess looking for alcohol free wine and shopping in the college section with my big old belly but I love it so I wanted to to talk a little bit about uh fear and anxiety because it's been I don't know it's like um obviously something that's been weighing heavily on my heart these past recent weeks and literally um I was talking about how it feels like when something good happens, you're waiting for like something bad to, um, to, uh, come behind it. And then my, on my mom's Facebook, she had written something about that very topic, like the exact same day. I was just like, Oh my gosh. And feeling like really frustrated with, with everything. So, um, I don't know about you guys, but I'm in a place of, of frustration. As mamas, you know, we, we do a lot. And it, I feel like it can be really hard, at least for me, maybe not for everyone, but at least for me to to look at the, the laundry list of items I'm handling on an emotional, physical, daily kind of uh, journey, and then look at the, the laundry list of things that my my husband has to deal with. And the truth is our men, our men go through things. They have the pressure of being the man. They have the pressure of, you know, even if we have to work to provide for our family on a level because of society, they feel that pressure. Um, or at least I think some, at least some of them do, um, as well. And my heart has been super confused and I don't know if you've ever been in a place where you have been like doing all the right things and then all of a sudden like something happens and you're like wait 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 wait! I've been doing all the right things so I don't understand why like bad happens I don't understand what this challenge or opposition is supposed to to teach me. I'm definitely standing in a place where I'm okay. <laughs> Sorry guys. Um I'm really afraid of a broken heart. And what I mean by this is For the last six months, uh, 
I've been working hard to ensure that the dreams that I have for my family, for me, are real and obtainable. And it's so hard because I don't know if anyone else understands this feeling. Um, Because there's so many working mamas in the world. And I think that, you know, we're some of the strongest. I think stay-at-home moms are strong too. But it's a different kind of strength uh, to leave your baby. It's a different kind of strength to, to, to do what has to be done. I think of single moms all the time. They're the real MVPs. Don't know how you do it. But um, my husband says, stop fearing. You're going to be home with your our kids. Like, you just have to wait until the other one's born to stop working. And I say the other one. We don't know his name. Well, we kind of know his name, but we're not revealing it right now. Um, and it's hard because I said I would not have another baby. If I was going to have to leave that other baby, I don't have the strength to do, um, it's just so against my will, my desire, my plans. And obviously we all have control over our lives, but as moms, We have to make like the best decisions for our families, for ourselves, for our futures, etc. And so it's it's hard when when um when your own goals and dreams as a mom, when your own plans and purposes as a mom, like as a person, not just as a mom, like um get threatened and in this time of uncertainty anxiety is high uh I know and it's hard because like the decision for me to leave work already felt like a a huge decision to make um and a hard decision to tell my family and I'm not talking about my mom because my mom and I talk relatively often but I'm talking about just like extended family it's going to be a whole hoopla (laughs) I said this before um and now is this even an option and um is this what what God wants for me? And that's the hardest thing to look at. Cuz I really believe God places the desires of our hearts in us. Um the desire for this podcast was to to help and inspire other women. It was to uh, just be real and show people that one, all Christians aren't uppity up uptight. Like, no, I love Jesus. I was talking about buying my like alcohol free Moscato. Like Jesus turned water into wine. You can be a Christian and have a good time. I think that those are not mutually exclusive. I think the way you have a good time changes. I think um, you're not being a, a hot mess at a, at a bar or a club or something. Um, that doesn't mean you can't have a girl's night out and go to a bar and listen to music as long as you're like, you know, keeping it classy. So like the podcast has that purpose. And um, I think about your kids are only little ones. You only get um, 18 summers with them. I just saw this quote. You guys probably saw it too. 
Um, you only get 18 summers with your kids. And obviously, I still hang out with my mom. I'm 27. It's not true that you only get 18 summers with them. But it is true that you only get 18, maybe even like 15 summers when they're little and you can do the things you want to do as a family where you can kind of like, especially when they're kids, take them to experience things for the first time and it's exciting and it's wonderful. So I don't, I, I've been walking through this thing where I've been saying, God, I'm going to trust you. Honestly, we have, um, January is the, the deadline where I'm, where I want to leave work. January is, is, is the date where I, I want to say I'm done. So we have quite a ways to go, but it's in this process of, of waiting to see if it can happen that shakes me. And I, I'm, I always ask and then I have to think back to the Bible. God, why would you want, let me have this heart and not let me live this life? I look at other moms who work, right? And they do it and maybe they don't like it, but they, I feel like I hate it more. I know it's like such a comparison thing you shouldn't do. I feel like I struggle with it more. I feel like because I know my place isn't in the place that I'm at, that is like a, a feely, like, believer. <laughs> I'm like, I cannot keep um, living a life that wasn't meant for me. Uh, made for more. I believe I was made for more. We're all made for more. We're all, the desires of our hearts are placed in our hearts for a reason. Not the dirty, I'm saying dirty, but I'm like, if you have like bad desires, like that's temptation. That's, that's worldly things. But like the desires of your life, my desire to to speak to women, uh, to honestly, I would love to be a counselor. I have all these dreams and like all these things, but my biggest dream is to be with my babies. And that would be the biggest devastation of my life. So now I'm trusting God with the biggest desire of my heart. And it's scary. It is scary. And I don't get why. I have to walk through this, but it's something I have to walk through. Do you ever see people on social media, whether they're like designers or stylists or like mom bloggers, and um, they're just living their life? And you wonder, okay, one, they work hard, sure, but you just wonder why certain Certain things fall into the laps of certain people. But you've been fighting your whole life for everything you have. It's exhausting. And so, uh, I'm not going to lie, day in and day out, I'm a morning person. From 6 to 8 a.m., I feel really good. And then the day sets in. And I think that's because my manager emails me around 8, and then the day feels, like, real. Um... And I start to feel like this, this, uh, my stomach gets tight and my chest gets tight and I feel anxious and scared and like, I don't know how I'm going to make it to the end of the day. We all have things on our plates, but some of our plates are too small to handle all the things that are on them. And it can feel like why... Um, 
I can be like, why? Why am I being given this much? How can I possibly handle this? God, I need an answer. Because I'm honestly a little bit afraid of the future. Um, and But God has taken care of, and you know, the birds. He takes care of the animals every day. He loves you more than the birds. We're made it. We're made in his image. So this whole panicked feeling is definitely in a minute where you have to, to grab your mind and shake yourself and shake your soul and say, oh, hold up. Wait, wait a second. I, why am I even fretting? God has laid out a beautiful life for me. And if you think about your children or your spouse or your home or whatever blessings God has given you, probably your children, if you're a mom listening to this, um, hopefully your spouse, you can see it was, it is good. And God is not going to take away what is good. Um, God has a plan for your trials And that plan is a triumph. And growing growing sucks. Working out sucks. So, for instance, I'm somebody who's always, when I worked out, have said, I love to work out. I love to be sore because that means I put in the work. Okay. That might be true on the physical sense. I love to be sore after I work out the next day because I'm like, yeah. I worked hard. Um, The same is true in our emotional and spiritual lives where uh, you have to up your level of intensity. I really believe that. You have to up your level of intensity in order to to get more strength. And it hurts and you are sore the next day. Sometimes the next week, sometimes the next month. And people, you know, can ask, well, well, why do I have to be this sore? Um, I don't know. Uh, only God knows, and uh, I would love to hear why later, when whenever you figure that out, whenever you can say, oh, uh, actually, this is why, I, I can see why I had to go through this, um, but it's really hard when you, you can't, at the moment, um, see why. It's really hard when you are uh, scared in the moment. It's really hard when you have already gone through an obstacle and have had your breakthrough and have had your hallelujah only to have a setback. (sighs) That's probably the hardest thing is to have a setback. Like what is with the setbacks? I could take it if I had just a minute, a minute of great, a minute of praise, a minute to breathe. Why is it that it's not letting up? Why is it that I still have to go through this hard journey? I don't understand. And I feel like we've all been there. We all are there. I'm there. And I always talk about how when I gave birth to Mia, I took in every moment, 
taking every minute. And then as the clock, as my maternity leave got shorter and the clock started ticking and I, I looked at it and um, knew that I was going to have to go back to work, I started to dread it. And it felt like this cloud looming in my future. And I was like, I don't know how I'm going to do it. But then I did it. And Nia had a great nanny. And at work, I would count down until I got to get home to her. And in the morning, just getting up and leaving and getting in the car, heartbreaking. But seeing her face and seeing her thrive and seeing her do well with other people made me feel better. It made me feel like this isn't the worst thing I'm doing to my kid. She's growing. She's independent. But she still needs me. She still wants me. She still prefers me. So any mama who's going back to work, your kid, you are their mama. I prom- I've walked through this. You are their mama. They are going to see your face and light up. It doesn't matter how much they love whoever their child care provider is. Even if it's your mom, even if it's your grandma or your husband, they are going to be excited because you're their mama. You carried them. Those are your babies or your baby. However, despite the fact I survived that, I do not want to do that again. And I've told my husband, I, will, I would rather have no more kids than to do that again. No more. And um, he said, okay, well, that's a good plan. I think that you have a mission and purpose um, that you're not just going to be sitting at home every day. And even if I was, like, that's a lot to deal with with kids. But you have a goal. You have a heart for, for moms and people. Well, our lives just got smacked sideways. And it's in moments of uncertainty that your faith really gets tested. And you just are like, why am I walking through this? Why do I have to do this? Why do I have to wake up and deal with this pain in my heart or this pain in my body or this, this pain in my life? Like, why? And you don't know why for like months and months and months. And it's like really frustrating. So I don't know if you guys can relate to all of this, but... Um, people always say live in the moment. I forget like what the word is for it, where you're supposed to really live like moment by moment through the senses and not worry about the next day. Obviously that's not a hundred percent possible as a mom, because if I just keep living in moments, we won't have any groceries. We won't have any laundry done because I have to remember to do all these things. But when it comes to like your anxieties and your fears, put down your phone or, uh, stop overthinking, look, laugh with your child, get outside. And I know tomorrow is scary, but you have to walk it anyway. So why worry about it? Why worry about tomorrow when you have today to live and not everyone does. And I know it's, it's easier said than done to just say, Oh, just live in the moment. You just need to live in the moment. You're not living in the moment. I don't know how to tell you anymore to live in the moment. Well, all I can say is do your best. Um, and it's okay to deviate for a minute and refocus. I talked about this in the bonus episode. You really have to allow yourself the, give yourself the grace to panic. And then like, give yourself that permission to panic <laughs> And then force yourself to look at life 
you know, realistically. And we our days are numbered, literally. Not like everyone's going to die tomorrow. Don't get, like, scared. But I'm saying, like, we all have a certain amount of time on this earth. We all have a certain amount of time with our kids before they're grown up and they're older. And I think about if you could just live until and enjoy the day, you would have so much more peace. Um, something that really helps me, but I've also kind of been struggling with, is talking to other women and moms about our fears. And I always feel like nobody can relate to me. Like nobody um, gets what I'm going through. Like nobody understands what it is I'm walking through. And it might be the case that other people are not walking through what I'm walking through. But other people are walking through what they're walking through. And you can commiserate and um, be there for each other in their circumstances and whatever it is that they're walking through. Uh, I always say friends are important. I'm the emotional friend that's like, how's your psyche? what's going on emotionally? How can I be there for you? I'm that annoying friend that wants to talk about feelings. Um, so if you're looking for an annoying friend, like it's fine. You can find me at, at Brittany uh, Jane Stewart on Instagram, send me a DM. Um, I'm also on Facebook. You can join my mom group Facebook page. I will be that person. And it's all of that will be linked below. But anyway, <clears throat> whatever it is you're walking through, you have the strength to walk through it. Because think about where you've been. And I know when you think about it, because this is literally me, you're going to say, I know that I walked through hard times and I overcame them. However, those times were not as hard as these times. So I don't really see the point. I've been there. The point is at the time, the last time you were in a hard place, you didn't think, you thought it was the hardest thing. But you did it. So you've always walked through your hardest thing. So I think you can walk through your hardest thing. Anyway, I'm kind of rambling. But that's just what my feeling on fear and anxiety is we can't let it control our lives because there's so much life to live. There's so much air to breathe. There's only so much you can control. Your mental health cannot break because you're a mom. And if it does, then that's okay. You can get help because we all break sometimes. But going back to faith and just remembering all of the trials everyone else went through in the Bible, and then also just like real, not that the Bible isn't real, but sometimes the Bible to me feels like fictional characters, right? Because they're so far away from where we are. Like in the, in the grand scheme of history, that was a long time ago, but you can look at modern day people, which I mean, I sometimes have to do and say, okay, well, they survived. Um, obviously, you know, Daniel being in the lion's den and not getting eaten is amazing. But in, in 2020 America, nobody's in a lion's den, you know, uh, people are homeless. People are without jobs. Uh, the lion's den could be like, a different type of hot water, I need to look at people who, who are at the end of their rope today and survived because really good for Daniel. I believe in miracles, but that's not relating to my life. What's relating to my life is women who, who looked at their lives, hated it and changed it. 
That's what's relating to my life. And I'm not talking about you Instagram fitness people. Let me say this about these people and I'm going to get over it. It's fine. I think it's so inspiring and so beautiful when you love yourself and you work hard towards a goal and you achieve it. But right now in my life, my plate is full. And as much as I want that perfect Instagram body, when I'm pregnant, so I'm not going to have it, even if I try. Um, that doesn't mean I'm not working out, guys. I'm, I am, like, exercising for the baby and things, but, like, really monitor, moderately, like, really chill. Um, and I can't tackle. People are like, if you just set your mind towards a goal. Right now, my goal is survival. And so if that means taking care of the people that are close to me, taking care of my mental health and taking care of my future, that's what I need to do right now. And next March, next June, maybe my fitness goals will become a priority. But I think you have to give yourself grace for where you're at. Sometimes on social media, it can feel like you're falling behind or like you're not doing enough, or this person has this perfect, gorgeous home, this person has a new car, this person just got a promotion, this person's working for themselves, good for them. And it's great to to have mentors and people who are successful and have done it, but just acknowledge the space you're in and the stage of life you're in and the steps you're in. If you just have a newborn, your goal is to keep those babies alive and to get some sleep. If you have toddlers and you're like now potty training and maybe doing more, great, but you still have a, a heavier plate than some of your friends. I've realized for me, most of my friends do not have children. I talk about my mom group all the time, but we're not like super intimate. Like, you know what I mean? Like I have mom friends. I have a mom friend that I'm really close with um, and a couple of mom friends I talk to, but like on a hanging out day to day life level. I have one who gets where I'm at because she's probably where I'm at. And the rest of my friends are younger, single as in not married, and don't have children. So the challenges that they face, like they're like, I'm going to do this, this, and this today. Or I'm going to go hang out here. Or I'm going to do this or that. Well, one, none of them are pregnant. Two, none of them have a husband. And three, none of them have children. So I'm really glad for your growth and experience and your freedom in life. But I don't have that. So... I can't compare what you're doing to what I'm doing. I'm glad you're eating. I'm glad you got to go to the gym five times this week. That's not my reality. So um, it's good to still have those friends, but it's also really great to have friends that relate to you um, for sure. Um, So I'm saying all of this because I'm walking through a rough couple weeks and I've been anxious. I have been anxious about... Irrational things like um, because everything's so tense with race. Like I've been a little bit scared to to be out in the world. I'm not gonna lie. I I mean one the virus, but I've been a little bit bit nervous because you just see so many people getting killed. You just see so many people like bad things happening to people for no reason except for the color of their skin. That scares me because I mean nothing has ever really bad happened to me, but. It's a, it's still like, oh, I have kids, like, I can't, oh, um, I've been scared for my future in terms of being able to be a stay-at-home mom. That's the biggest desire of my heart, biggest desire of my heart. The one thing in this life that right now I'll trade anything for 
I don't to just be with my babies. It's like should it should it even be um is it even wrong? Why do I do I do I feel shame around just wanting to be with my babies? <laughs> I don't know. It makes me super emotional. I don't know why. I think it's because I don't know, it's a tender spot. Um and it's un- it's unconventional in the world of feminism and waiting to have kids and marriage and people are going to be like, well, you should just wait in five more years to have kids and maybe you could have just been a stay-at-home mom. I don't like when people judge others. I don't like when you haven't walked my shoes and in five more years I could have had fertility issues. You can't just wait till you're like super old to have kids. I mean, no offense to anyone, but I'm just saying like realistically speaking, when a really healthy baby have a healthy pregnancy and do it younger um but even if you don't like god's got your family planned out i wouldn't like be like i should have had kids earlier if you're you know considering having kids now maybe you're older than you wanted to be who cares like just do you i'm all about everyone just doing them but anyway emotions are all over the place but it's like pregnancy hormones, the climate of America. What do you expect from me? What do you expect from me? Because I'm not expecting much from myself except for survival. So let it go. Give it to God. Give yourself a minute to panic. And then, you know, focus. And work on what you need to work on. So that was a lot of me um, rambling and talking about fears and anxieties I have um, specifically around my family and things that I would like in my life. Uh, I don't want anyone to be discouraged just because I'm like walking through a hard week. Like we all walk through hard weeks and hard times and we all have wants and desires. Um, But God placed them in our hearts, like I said earlier. So Sometimes you have to look at your gifts and your passions and your dreams and your talents and then your heart's desires. And when they are from God, they will come into fruition. And I had to tell myself this. I had to remind myself this. I've had to look at tons of people who have, you know, done the thing or became the person like Rachel Hollis and all of these people, but also know your space. Sometimes uh, I realized for me, I, I love people like Rachel Hollis. If you haven't read her book or books, they're great. Um, super inspirational, super motivational. They give you some good tools. But sometimes you're not ready for those tools. Sometimes you're not ready to take step one. Like I was talking about, like the fitness thing. When your plate's already full and, and it's really heavy. In this climate, we have to give ourselves grace. Um, but as I was kind of uh, going over this episode... I just had the the Bible verse for the day, and it's definitely uh, resonating with me. Actually, every single Bible verse this week has, and this is just God speak, but speaking into my life has. Um, I have the Bible app, um, and every day there's like a verse of the day. But every day it's been about where it has been relating to this journey that I am that I'm on. So today's verse is Psalms one twenty one, and it reads. Um, Well, this is verse one and two. It reads, I lift up my eyes to the mountains. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth, which is, uh, I feel like 
okay, great. Because I've been like, God, how am I going to figure this out? And uh, we can't figure everything out um, at all. <laughs> God has our whole lives planned. And um, I think about, you know, lifting your eyes up because you can't see past that mountain, right? Uh, if you look up, if you're standing at the bottom of a mountain or a hill or a peak, or if, it, if you've ever hiked, when you look up, you can't see over that mountain. It's huge. It is ginormous. The hike up it is going to take hours. It may take days. Um, and just as like a symbol for life and everything that that goes on in life, looking up, we can't see past that mountain, but God knows what's over it. And, um, the downward journey, not like downward spiral, but like once you reach it to the, once you get over that mountain and you, you see the viewpoint, it's usually a gorgeous view and that's pretty much your life. So, um, another Bible verse that if you want to just reflect on it, Psalms 127, my mom told me to look at it. It's been super prevalent in my life too. Um, so, I feel like just uh I know that God is speaking me through is speaking to me through my uh circumstances right now and through my anxieties and through my fears and reminding me you're going to be who you want to be. Uh you're 27. You have, you're you're going to be with your kids. You're going to do the things and you can do whatever it is you want to do. You might be a stay-at-home mom who wants to go back to work. And you know, maybe you've stayed home for the past 5, 6, 7, 8 years and you're like I'm ready to go to work. Um, you might be somebody who wants another child and, you know, has had issues and isn't sure or is considering it and isn't sure if this is the right thing. Is, has, is there too much of an age gap? Did I wait too long? No, God places the desires of our hearts. Um, and you can always tell because those desires are good. And for instance, me wanting to to stay home with my kids just to give you some more insight on, on me and my reasoning and purpose is not just because, well, one, yes, I want to watch them grow. They're only little ones. The age Mia is at and the age, like as her little brother is born, it's just such a beautiful time and, uh, such a funny time. Like kids just do funny things and day in and day out life is stressful. I've been home as all of you have since basically quarantine with my kids every single day. And I don't want to give that up. Um, I would just like to lose the having to log into the computer working side of it because it's really, really hard and just focus on my kids. Cause I definitely deal with the mom guilt of, well, I have to spend eight hours on this computer. Yeah. I can stop for a minute to give you a snack or to change your diaper or to give you a hug. Like I do do those things, but um, the mom guilt is for sure real. What I know, you know, she wants me to play or she wants me to do this or that. And it would just be so nice to be able to put down what I'm doing and to, to be with her. And I was literally crying over the guilt yesterday and was saying, dads just don't feel this guilty. Like, I don't know why, but like, I feel so bad. And I was just like sobbing, like I'm not a good mom. Here I am providing for my family, doing the most, like making sure she has fun outside every single day. Like I am doing the best I can. Um, but 
the other reason is because my heart is for people. And I feel like if I'm not tied down to a job, then I can, not that I can't do it now, I can do it on the, on the back end of work, or I can take off work or flex out of work and, and go be with people and, and pray with people and talk to people and encourage specifically moms. Um, that's why I have a mom podcast, but I want the freedom to do that more. I want my, my days to, to look like, all right, from like two to four, I'm, t- I'm talking to these people. And anyway, so whatever your desires are, whether it be to own like a clothing line or to make your own baby food company or to, um, whatever your business plans are. And we can, this is something that I want to get into, um, down the line and maybe not even in a podcast situation, but like maybe in a forum with people who are smarter than I am talking about business and startup. Um, I talked about how on Instagram, you see all these people like doing the things and like being fitness inspirations and like being fitness people. And honestly, I, I thought about it and I like practiced, like, let me see if I would want to do this. And I worked out and I tried it and I realized that's not the desire God put in my heart. So whatever your desire is, whatever your passion is, it's hard to pursue it as moms, but we have to do it anyway and um, pray about it. So I'm saying all of these things to just, I want to encourage you that despite our anxieties, God is walking us through the storm. He is taking us up the mountain. And when we get to the top, it's going to be beautiful. And I have climbed the mountain of moving into my house or getting into a house for years. Um, I've, Ethan and I just have it had like the opportunity, not right time, not right space to, to move into a home. Uh, like a house, not like outside of an apartment. And we finally have, and it's honestly like the perfect place for us. Um, and I'm really glad that I didn't move somewhere else. Like it's just perfect. So as I'm sitting here in the middle of this pandemic and all of this stress and like, just know whatever you're going through, that God is still good. And if you need to talk more intimately about your experience or what's going on in your life, and, or if you just want prayer, just leave a comment, message me, um, and I will call you, I will FaceTime you, or we can talk on Messenger or Instagram or wherever, however you want to communicate, because we have to be there for each other. And um, as moms, I'm talking like we go through the most, and that's why I care about us so much, because I didn't realize when I wanted to be a mom back before I had Mia and was planning for Mia, I didn't real. I knew like some things about momhood was going to be hard, like lack of sleep and like maybe I would be annoyed at my husband. I didn't realize the levels, like it's a whole nother level. So I love you all. Thank you for staying with me. This episode's a little longer. Um, but yes, have a great week. Tomorrow's Friday. Uh, Have a great weekend, and I will talk to you guys next week. Stay blessed. See you later.